0: Hello again Awesomers. It is me, your old buddy Steve Simonson, and I'm coming back with another Awesomers podcast episode today. This is episode number 224. That's 224, everybody. Can you believe it? And it's in fact part of our uh, Axiom mini series. This is today we're going to cover Axiom 9. But if you're wondering, "Hey, how do I get show notes? How do I get details? How do I get to see pretty graphics or links? How can I suggest to Steve to wear a new Wardrobe, any of those things you can do at osmers.com/224. Uh, the wardrobe uh, comments not super helpful because when I do a series of these, I don't bother changing. That's the truth of it. Uh, so you get to see how the sausage is being made, everybody, as this mini series unrolls. We're on Axiom number nine. It's the Axiom mini series, and Axiom number nine uh, is one of my favorites, and um, it's very simple. No score, no game, right? No score, no game. Now, this actually was coined by Michael Pankowski. And Michael, who is my partner uh, and the president of parsimony.com, he is, you know, one of the the longest running and most trusted kind of advisors and mentors that I have because he was able to, you know, put this up, I remember, on his whiteboard. This is 20-plus years ago, perhaps, where he just wrote on the top of his whiteboard, no score, no game. This kind of ties back to the axiom with the 3D, data-driven decisions. That's how we should run our business. And really what Michael was saying is, you know what? When we can quantify something in our business, when we can put KPIs or metrics around it, whatever you want to call them, everybody's got all these fun words from all these different books. Um, But when you have some sort of numeric scorekeeping system, now you got a game. Right. And so there are examples. Right. It's very easy for uh, to to contemplate anyway, a situation where you've got a sales team and you say, hey, I want to have a sales contest. And, you know, the highest score. Right. The highest sales wins or the highest margin wins or the most sales for the day wins or the most new customers win. Right. You can you can kind of make a game out of that and incentivize around that from time to time to just make it fun and break the paradigms of normal. That's pretty simple, right, to think about sales concepts. Um, you can do the same with marketing. Hey, the, the best campaign from your marketing team, you know, if you have several people, let them compete with each other. You know, what's the best ROI? What's the best ACoS? What's the best cost per acquisition? You can use these different metrics to kind of help inform and, and make an incentivization plan or a concept out of it. But really, the game we're talking about here is business, right? We're talking about financial performance we're not just talking about incentives or spiff programs or other things we're basically saying if you're trying to manage a department and you don't have metrics to manage that department by you're not going to be able to manage it properly no score no game if you are running um sales as i mentioned it's pretty obvious but we had for example a claims department right where You've got customers and they've got claims and for big ticket items. So we've had businesses where the average sale is, you know, over a thousand dollars depends on how you, how you calculate the sales. It's basically closer to $2,000 without the accessories. But if you include the accessories, it mixed down to a thousand dollars. Well, when somebody has a complaint about that, you can't just fire off a refund. You need to figure out what the situation is. Worse still, once that product was delivered to the customer and potentially installed in their home, now you've got the potential liability of now they've got to take it out at a cost and replace it at a further cost. So your cost, your your potential exposure as a claim, could be more than the original purchase by a factor of you know two to ten times more. So this is why there are claims departments, right? Uh, automobiles have you know warranties, and then they have claims for situations that fall outside of warranty that a lot of that happens in the construction market, a lot of that happens in, you know, kind of big complex deals, uh to, to a lesser extent software and so on. But the point I'm getting to about this whole setup of the, the claims department is uh my brother Dennis was running a claims department for us many years ago and we're like uh, hey uh gosh we'd really love to see some metrics uh on the claims team good luck to you Right? (laughs) That that's me managing. Now that sounds like abdication form of management, but really we empowered them to say, you know what? We need metrics as management. We don't know what they should be. You're the ones operating that part of the business. Help us understand it. And so they did. So they got their their team together and they said, Well, gosh, you know, what what's inherently are we doing? And right, well, we're just managing upset customers, right? That's kind of the, the small way of looking at it. But the truth is they were trying to kind of get happy outcomes for customers and not have the company go broke while they did it, right? The the happiest customer might be, hey, everybody who comes in, we'll just give you 10 times your money back. Probably pretty happy customers. But the company will be out of business in about three weeks. So that's not going to work. So how do you find that balance between happy customers but the company's financially viable? And so they came up with a, a metric. It's like, well, let 's call it saves the claim saves, so the customer had a claim for two thousand dollars let's say the the purchase of the product, and uh, the they met with the claims department and determined oh, in fact, their complaint wasn't something that was uh, a viable claim right and uh, but here 's how they can resolve that issue, whatever it was through you know a non financial metric. Uh, maybe it's a, a methodology, maybe it's uh, some learning that the customer needed to, to be able to be happy with their purchase, but they're able to help the customer resolve that, gosh, uh, things are not as bad as they thought, right? They they may have panicked or may have not understood something, and this is very common, by the way, in big ticket purchases. Uh, there are people that I know that sell, like, big electronics products, and it's very common for people to go, this doesn't work, this sucks, I want my money back, I hate you, and you go, hey, uh." You know, have you uh, plugged that thing in or have you hit the on button or you, you know, some other little small nuance and they go, oh, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I didn't really read the instructions. And so sometimes it's just a meth- method of helping people resolve it. So the claims department didn't start with how much money they saved the company or how many customers they saved from being a problem. They would quantify it, they would find, you know, customers that they were not only able to save, but ended up buying other things as a result of the discussion with claims, they would track the time from a claim to go in to a claim to go out. They would track how many claims per per person, per claims agent. They started tracking all kinds of stuff. And I have to say it was a transformational concept. Again, I give high credit to, you know, my brother, Dennis uh, Simonson, and his team in the Philippines, by the way, they all put this together themselves. It didn't require the big bosses, right, as if we have any actual value. Um, I like to say they do all the work. I take all the credit. Uh, but we didn't know what to do, and they did. And they also understood that we need metrics so we can objectively score how the department is operating. For example, if if the metrics for happy customers goes up and right customer retention goes up, and the metrics for you know, financial performance, like the amount that they've saved in claims or the amount they spend per claim, you know that, that's going down, the amount they spend per claim. If the time they take on a claim or the, the claims per agent per day or whatever, if all of those numbers are going in the right directions, it's really easy to see that they're performing well as a team. And that's what no score, no game is all about. No matter what the function is of your business. And you don't have to track everything. I think a lot of people get overboard on this stuff. They start tracking, you know, uh, well, I'm going to track this and this. Each department should start out with, you know, maybe two or three key metrics. And then you might have individual metrics that break out from there and they feed into that main key metric. Remember, some metrics are leading indicators and some are trailing indicators. Like revenue is a trailing indicator of marketing, right? Revenue comes after you've spent marketing, after you've made sales effort, after you've made conversion efforts, that's a trailing indicator. Uh, a leading indicator might be you know, the amount of impressions that you put into marketing or the number of clicks that somebody had on your website or those types of things. Those might be leading indicators. And your real effort is to try to figure out how those things are coming together. No score, no game. So axiom nine, I'll always... Uh, just love the creativity and the management expertise that Pinkowski demonstrated by introducing Axiom 9 to our organization, Lowe, those these many years ago. And I can't tell you how important it is for you to recognize that it doesn't matter what department or what function, everything can be measured, right? I just gave you an example of claims, which for, you know, was really kind of mind boggling. And they came back with not just you know, something objective and, and measurable, but in fact, a comprehensive set that would tell us how they're doing on the front end and how they're doing on the back end. And because they want to do a good job. This is the other thing is often as management, we think, well, we're trying to find, uh, find somebody and, and get them in trouble or, you know, find who's screwing us over, you know, find where the waste is. Metrics are not about finding the gotchas. They're about uncovering the performance of the business in an objective way. And I've said this a couple of times, and I'm going to just reinforce that now. Measurements that are objective and can't be kind of manipulated are the right metrics. The metrics should not be subjective, right? In other words, open to interpretation. They should be easy to get, right? So whatever system you're pulling from. The the metrics need to be easy to get because if it takes you two days to get it, you'll stop doing it, and pretty soon you're not keeping score anymore, and now you don't have a game. Um, And they need to be objective enough that nobody can manipulate them, that there's no real interpretation required. And to the greatest extent possible, your system should not only be able to calculate these metrics but keep them in a live or at least day-to-day ongoing publication status, right? So a a proper ERP you can customize and you can say, well, I wanna know this metric. It doesn't matter if it's marketing or claims or finance or shipping, you know, how much time from the container loading to the container arrival, how much time from the production order place to the production complete. Whatever the metrics are, you can track all of it and you want your system to track it for you. So it's the system running the business and the people running the system, that's why Axiom 9 is so important. No score, no game, everybody. Don't forget it. It's really, really important. And this is a good way to tie this episode off, awesomers.com slash 224. That's what my notes say. It's episode 224, so awesomers.com slash 224, and you can see today's show notes and details. All right. This is the time where I'd like to just beg for some positive reviews. Uh, Go ahead and give me five stars, by the way. I'll take every single one of those stars. And don't hesitate to tell a friend. If you haven't already, why not do it? You you didn't have to pay me for this. That's my currency. Leave me a review and tell a friend. How about that? That sound fair, everybody? I think it is. Uh, Let's do it. And until next time, everybody, thank you very much. Bye-bye.